Hello, friends. To you who are called and loved or beloved of God, welcome to Daily Prayers. I am Pastor Randall Friesen, and I woke up at 4 a.m. this morning, and I've been up ever since. And so, I mean, it's only whatever, 6 a.m. right now. So here we are trying to make magic happen. Friends, today we're going to move on in through our second last day in Hebrews. We're going on to the benediction, the blessing. Have you ever been blessed? Has ever, anybody ever pronounced a blessing over you, a benediction over you? Well, today we're going to take a look at the one that's written in the letter to the Hebrews, the benediction, the blessing. But before we go there, do you have any leftovers from... Valentine's Day? I should show you my card I got for Valentine's Day. How cool is that? <laughs> it's actually a three-dimensional card. It's kind of fun. Happy Valentine's. And I think it's all just candies, right? Candy and pictures of candies and chocolates, etc., etc. That's a fun Valentine's Day card. And better yet, she made me some Valentine's Day cookies. So I'm still living... I'm still living on these things, enjoying them. So I got four for breakfast here today, along with something to drink. It's going to be a good day. I've got some meetings planned today and some activities, and I'm taking a class later on uh, tonight. Uh, so it's going to be a, a really good day. And the class is going to be a... Uh, uh, I'll tell you about it later. But anyway, that's going to be my day. Do you know, besides that, do you know that today is... National Do a Grouch a Favor Day. <laughs> Do a Grouch a Favor Day. So, if there's a grouch in your life, do them a favor today, but only today. <laughs> no, today you have permission to do it. Today you might want to think about doing uh, a favor for a grouch. And I don't have anybody in my life who's such a grouch as that. I don't know anybody around here who's such a grouch like that. So, I guess... No favors will be handed out today. And that's just how that goes. Unlucky grouches. But uh, I don't know where they come up with these things. I don't know who makes the list of these things. I don't know if we could start our own day. National something something day. Get up early at 4 a.m. day and stay awake for the day because you have meetings all day. day. Welcome to Daily Prayers. I'm getting carried away here. It's Wednesday today. And we are in Hebrews we're finishing off uh, this letter to the church, to the Hebrew people, the church of Hebrew people, of old Hebrew people, old Jewish people that had come to faith long, long ago. And this letter is actually an encouragement to them to, to remain in the faith, to remain faithful to God. It reminds them why God is the only true sacrifice. See, they were used to offering sacrifices at the temple, etc., etc., but this letter is reminding them and encouraging them, no, you made a decision for Jesus Christ. Hold fast. Hold fast to your decision. It was a good one. Today we're going on to Hebrews chapter 13, verse 20 to 21. Now you may go to a church service where the pastor does the benediction at the end. I do that here. It's much more than just words or a prayer. It's an actual blessing, okay? It's actual words spoken with power. The, the ancient Hebrews used to understand that when you spoke a word, it left your mouth and it was alive. It was something living. You couldn't take it back. Once you said the words to somebody, I hate you, 
You couldn't say, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I take it back. You, you can't take those things back. They mark the other person. They curse the other person. That's why, and I have this conversation with my kids still, that's why it's so imperative that you watch out what you curse and you bless. Because the words have such complete power, such utter power. Whether they're words of cursing, you're stupid, I hate you, or words of blessing, I love you, be well, be hopeful. Uh, may you know the closeness of Christ. Those are prayers of blessing, and they actually have power. Once you speak these words of blessing or cursing, they go out, and they have their effective way to change the world. So now we're reading what this writer of Hebrews, which we suspect is Paul, was writing as he closes off this letter. And he writes, Now, may the God of peace, who brought up from the dead our Lord Jesus, the great shepherd of the sheep, and ratified an eternal covenant with his blood, may he equip you with all you need for doing his will. May he produce in you, through the power of Jesus Christ, every good thing that is pleasing to him. All glory to him forever and ever. Amen. Now, the word of the Lord for us, and that's my prayer for you today, friends. This is actually my blessing for you today. These words, you'll notice that this is a prayer. It's a prayer of blessing. But when we pray these prayers over other people, there's life in them. There's grace and presence of Jesus. And he's saying here that this great uh, shepherd of the sheep, the Lord Jesus Christ, the great shepherd of the sheep. In John, he refers to himself as the good shepherd. In Psalm 23, I believe he refers to himself as the good shepherd. But we identify him as the great shepherd, the over-shepherd, if you will, shepherd of many shepherds under-shepherds, like many who have pastoral callings and giftings on their lives are. No, this is the, the good shepherd, the great shepherd. And he's a God of peace. He's not an angry God of violence. Although, when, when injustice happens, because he loves us, he needs to meet the injustice uh, with justice, with firm judgment. And that's that's all this is about. When God is, when God sees injustice, when people are sinning and doing their own thing and moving away, he can produce, bring justice because he invites us all to be his, to walk with him. But we read in Second Chronicles that he can, in seasons, he can bring real uh, troubles on the earth. Uh, locusts, grasshoppers, plagues, sickness, illness. He can release those things on the earth. And the, and the reason for them is to help us stop and turn our attention back to him. Okay? He is such a great shepherd. He, he hates injustice. That's what the Psalms are all about, injustice. Calling out to God to uh, fix these injustices in the world. And part of that judgment that comes, comes because he's a God of love. He loves us, and he doesn't stand for injustice. He wants to make everything just and right. And that's, as I say, a part of what judgment is in the world. So our perception of God isn't that he's a nasty, evil ogre, but that he's a God of peace. 
And the writer here is reminding us, now may the God of peace, who brought from the dead our Lord Jesus, he raised him up from the dead, the great shepherd of the sheep, and he confirmed his promise to us, his promises to us with his blood. Every promise, every covenant that God, God makes is made through his blood. His blood is the most powerful thing. It's life. It's the life blood. So Jesus came, offered his, his blood as a sacrifice, and through that covenant, through that promise, we can know his peace, his blessing in our lives. And so he's saying here, may that God actually enable you, and I'm saying this to you now, may this Jesus Christ enable you, equip you. It's part of what we're doing here. We want to be better equipped. So we're spending time in prayer and the word. May that God equip you. May Jesus Christ himself equip you with all you need for doing his will. See, you don't have to be able to do things that are undoable. All you need is obedience. He will equip you to do everything you need to do that he wants you to do for him. For the kingdom of God, for the glory of God, he will enable you. He will equip you. You don't have to be able to do it yourselves. You don't have to be able to do everything. Just relax. He'll equip you. And here's a prayer I'm praying for you. May God equip you to do everything he's called you to do. Everything he wants you to do to accomplish his will in your life. And may he produce in you, finally, may he produce in you, again, through the power of the blood. The blood has the power. It holds the power. May he produce in you every good thing that is pleasing to him. There it is. The fruit of the Spirit is produced in you and I as we go about our life leaning into him, trusting in the power of the blood of Jesus to save us, to change us, to produce good fruit in us and through us. Friends, this is the blessing I pray for you today. This is the promises of God for us every day. And so I want to pray this blessing upon us today as we go to prayer, okay? And what I'd like you to do, pray with me in your spirit. I don't care if you close your eyes or fold your hands, whatever. Pray with me in your spirit, but act like a sponge. Act expectantly. And if you're alone, you want to do this, just hold your hands like this. Open hands where God can put something into your hands and into your heart and into your life. Let's pray together with open hands and open hearts, okay? Let's pray. Oh, living God, God of all peace, Jesus Christ, our Lord, you are our great shepherd. And I thank you for the promises you have made this day to your people, your church, your body, your bride. Father, I pray for my friends this morning and for myself that you would equip each of us with everything we need to do your will. Would you put into our open hands now every gift, release every gift and every anointing and every grace into our hands, into our hearts, to do your good will and produce in each of the listeners today. May you, Lord, produce in us every good thing, everything that pleases you, Lord. That's our heart and our desire that you would be pleased by our lives. And you need to produce those things in us. You need to do that good work inside of us. And Lord, we promise we will spend eternity giving you all the honor and the glory and the praise, starting again from today, because today is all we have. And so today we give you honor, praise, glory, worship, uh, wonder, awe. Lord, we ascribe to your name every good thing, everything, everything that is pleasing to you. Would you produce it in each of us? 
and we will give you the honor and the glory. And today, Lord, we want to pray as you taught us how to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. And that's, of course, my prayer for you each day, that you would know the love of Jesus Christ. You would know the love of God in your life. And you'd be open, able to open up your hands to receive his love into, you, into your life and into your heart this very day. Let the love of Jesus rush in there and change everything from night to day, from old to new. Welcome his love into your heart. Open your, open your arms to receive because he loves you. He, he completely loves you, friends. And so because he loves you, I want you to go with him into this day. He is safe. You can trust him. He's got your best in mind. He's pulling for you. Uh, he's interceding for you. He's praying for you. He's walking alongside you. Just go with him. Go with him into the day. I pray that you would go now and be safe today. You would watch out for your coming and your going. Remember your neighbors and your friends and look out for each other, your brothers and sisters. And may that God, the God who died for you, be very close to you this day. Lord willing, we'll come back tomorrow. Maybe we'll even finish off Hebrews tomorrow. But for now, take care. Bye-bye. Thank you.